Their names resonate through the streets of the village. For anyone who loved music, but for specifically for music delivered on a real vinyl record, you know, the old 45s or the LPs, 33 RPM, remember them? Living near Greenwich Village in the 60s and 70s, there were dozens of music venues that offered live music, everything from folk to R&B, the bottom line, Max's Kansas City, CBGB's, the Kettle of Fish. The list goes on and on, each one holding at least one precious memory for the disco file inside. But just as important were the many stores that sold the records, mostly used. You could go to the Academy of Music on 14th Street, which I did to see the Talking Heads, Blondie and Devo, and for a couple of hours more, if you were lucky, be entertained, enlightened and awed. But go to Bleak or Bob's record shop off of West 3rd and you could be entertained for hours on end, reveling in the possibilities perceived on the shelves in the bins on the walls around you. A visit to one of these stores was not for the impatient. There was no, I know what I want, get it and get out. No, these were emporiums of delight for music lovers, meant to be slowly and lovingly savored and digested. Each title held its own mystery and allure. You might come upon a slightly used Miles Davis or pristine new writers of the Purple Sage, as likely as you could uncover a long-wanted Buffalo Springfield or Mink DeVille. Once the lure of the hunt got into you, there was no easy way out. You walked in and hours later walked back out a few dollars lighter, but beaming with joy. Now remember, this was before CDs, MP3s, Pandora. These stories carried used vinyl records. And if you did concede to give some space to a bunch of cassettes, the locations of these stores reads like a map of the West Village. Disco Vial and Revolver on West 8th Street, Rocks in Your Head on Prince, Second Coming Records on Sullivan Street, Vinyl Mania on Carmine, 99 Records on McDougal, Rebel Rebel on Bleecker Street, and the aforementioned Bleecker Bobs on West 3rd. The original location was indeed on Bleecker Street. You entered them uh, on the second floor of a walk-up after ringing a bell like you were entering a speakeasy, or you walked down to a basement with levels of the buildings being cheaper, where the rent was cheaper, and many of them were in business for only a few years. I would spend whole days wandering from one to the other, passing a few hours in each, stopping, of course, for a cappuccino at Cafe Reggio or Prior Dark at Jimmy Day's. These stores were more than a place to sell records. They were places for like-minded people to congregate, sanctuaries from the world. And they were indeed destination spots. Let's face it, no one just decides walking down the street that they need a rare bootlegged album. No, these were these were quests. The bootleg part got a few of them into trouble, as a matter of fact, in later years when legislation was passed. And there were actually raids on a few of them that knocked them out of business. And these excursions were not just for music fans. A friend of mine tells the story of standing, flipping through a record bin at one of these stores, only to realize he had been standing next to a young Bruce Springsteen the whole time who was quietly doing the exact same thing. Another relates having a conversation with Lou Reed over the merits of one store's selection versus another up the block. And once as I busied myself with yet another bin of records on 8th Street, the person next to me who had been there since I came in finally left. The guy behind the counter called over to me, hey, you know who that was? And I was like, what, Wait, what the guy standing right next to me? And he says, hell man, that was David Bowie. Yes, I stood next to David Bowie in a record store for 20 minutes, and I never knew it. I'll just leave that right there. I still don't know what to say. David Bowie, me, 
next to each other, and I didn't know. Of course, these independent stores couldn't hold on for long. In 1983, Tower Records opened a location on Broadway, and it was touted as the largest record store in the country. It had four stories of vinyl records, 45s and LPs, tons of cassette tapes, and it drew in thousands of people a day. It had a good run, but filed for bankruptcy about 20 years later. So where do you go to get a real vinyl record these days? There are still some stores that sell them, but the ones that defined an age in New York that were there from the beginnings of the folk movement through the tsunami that was punk, well, they're all gone. Where Rebel Rebel stood as a high-end clothing shop, where Second Coming Records was is now a Thai food restaurant, where Rocks in Your Head was now houses a real estate office, where 99 Records was is largely a burger joint. And oh yeah, Bleaker Bob's. Now, give you one guess, a Starbucks. Way to go, New York. <laughs>